When I was a young fella, the most impressive person I think that I met wasn't a priest or a teacher, although they were impressive. It was the figure gaunt and dignified of Mother Josephine, the former superior of the local convent who had never changed from the old habit and walked as straight as a pin down to the shop in Lewisburg to get her newspaper. Mother Josephine, she was serious. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, which is being brought to you by Immaculata Productions. Welcome and also very welcome to hit that subscribe button and wildly welcome to uh, send some little thing courtesy of PayPal or Patreon. Or perhaps even not too little. I mean, don't let me cramp your style, okay? You do what you have to do. One of the topics today that isn't always talked about much uh, is the religious life. Because a lot of the orders in Ireland, the mainstream orders, incredible orders, are, are dying. They're dying in Ireland now. They may not be dying elsewhere, but they're dying in Ireland. And I'm not being, I don't, I, I, the last thing I want is to offend great people. I'm not being, uh, saying that offensively. I'm just saying what everyone can see. And they were great. But we tend to forget that religious orders come and go in the history of the church. They Actually, at a very high rate, they come and go. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit works. And, and how the Holy Spirit brings people together around a charism, which is a gift of a founder, right? Charism in the original Greek, um, in, in, the, in the, the etymology of the Greek word, it meant, um, I think, a gift from the gods. Yes, a charism. Yeah, the gift from God, gift of the Holy Spirit, an insight, a vision. Catherine Macaulay, soon, Eventually, surely, you know, to be a saint. Um, Nano Nagel. Uh, Edmund Ignatius Rice. Incredible people. Those are all Irish, by the way. Yeah, you hearing this? Those are all Irish. Hmm. What is this life about? And here, and this is the crucial question. Since it seems we are about to throw it away, are we sure we're not going to need it again? Are we absolutely sure of that? Now, I know you can get, like, you know, a hoarder who never throws anything out because it will come in useful someday. No, we don't want to go to an extreme with it. But any sensible householder doesn't particularly want to throw out things and find that they have to buy them again later. Start from scratch and pay money for it again. Hmm. Do we still need the religious orders? What do they do that is so special? What's at the core of the religious life? You see, if a religious isn't a priest, they are, they are a layperson. 
They're a lay person who has taken vows to do something, but they are a lay person. If you take those vows, what have you done? Now, the interesting thing about it is that the religious life is centred on the evangelical councils, poverty, chastity and obedience. Uh, you remember, you know, from the scriptures, you know, they carry no haversack, no purse. You remember all of that from the Lord? Mm. So, do we need people still to do that? Or is it obsolescent? Is it unnecessary? I would put it to you, this is, this is best explained by an image that the Irish had. I think it was back in the 8th century, maybe the 9th, for two monasteries. They were Tala and Terry Glass in Tipperary. And they were monasteries which were dominated by the, the, the monks known as the Kelidje. They weren't an order. It was a reform movement. It was more an attitude within, within monastic life at the time, austere and scholarly. The Kelidje were the vassals of God or the friends or companions of God. And the Irish used to call Tala and Terry Glass the two eyes of Ireland. Is that they could see clearly through a schesis, through, through that, you know, that Greek word that, that means, you know, we use ascetic, um, ascesis. It, it means training, like an athlete. They could see. You know, in, in Irish, they say that the dead are Erschli Nefirna on the path of truth, and August Widzna and us Erschli Nebrega on the path of the lie. Because we three, we see, as the scriptures say, through a, dusk, a glass darkly, through a glass darkly, but then perfectly, after in heaven. Kelly J, Tala and Terry Glass, the eyes of Ireland. I put it to you, we still need the religious orders. I put it to you, we still need monasteries. I put it to you, are you listening? Don't switch me off. I put it to you, we still need enclosed monasteries. I argue further, we need strictly enclosed monasteries because I want people who are doing nothing all day but praying like hell for me, who have my back, no, no, don't throw this out. Don't throw this out. Now, I am not a religious, okay? I'm a secular priest, a diocesan priest. Um, I have, well, technically they're not vows, they're promises, but I don't, it's a bit pedantic, the difference, to be honest. Um, it, it feels awfully like a vow. If it looks like a vow, if it quacks like a vow, you know, if it waddles like a vow, it's probably a vow. Uh... I just took uh, uh, obedience and celibacy. Chastity is implied by the celibacy and the poverty tends to come to you anyway. So, you know, it, it just turns up and stays the night. Um, no, that's a joke. I mean, I'm not starving. I'm fine. But I'm... Now, I don't want to do it, okay? I don't want to do it. I thank God I wasn't called to do that, okay? I like a little bit of comfort. But I like to think that there's another guy doing it. I mean, there should be someone doing that, shouldn't there? 
there should be something doing that. So I put my two feet in the fire and I make my third cocoa of the night, maybe a little drop of something into it to give it a bit of a bit of kick. Well, I like to think that there's a barefoot monk somewhere kneeling on cold stone, gnawing on a crust with his toothless gums and praying like hell for my soul. I think that's good. I like that. Definitely that should be arranged. The church is a wonderful institution. That should be arranged. Just as long as I don't have to do it. Okay, you're dealing with a pretty corrupt priest. I think we've established that. All the more need for it. We need eyes. You know something? Modern Ireland is blind in both eyes. And we ain't talking Helen Keller here like. It hasn't, it hasn't learned how to, how to deal with it. It hasn't learned how to cope with it. It's going around running into everything. It's going around bashing into everything. Okay, now if you're not sighted, please don't get upset with me because I need to make this point. It's really important. Spiritual sight mystical sight is a furtherance of physical sight and woe to the country that is left without it woe to that country it's you it's a it's a whole population going around like you've seen zombie apocalypse revenge of the walking dead okay you've seen all that that's us that's us in modern culture. That's us shambling around, walking into things, half rotten. That's us. I'm a priest of the Diocese of the Tomb, just so you know which bishop to complain to afterwards, okay? I want to make this easy for you. Do we need religious orders? Hell, we need religious orders. Damn right, or we will go to hell. We need religious orders. But we, we need religious orders who are willing to tackle this thing, take it, wrestle with the angel, who, who are willing to do this, to that pitch for the rest of us. That's what we need. And I'm shamelessly begging that people who are being called by the Holy Spirit to do that for the rest of us would stop being so bloody selfish and man up and have the decency to lay down their lives so that we can have a bit of comfort. Do I ask too much? Am I unreasonable? Okay. Now get on with it. Man up. All right. I'm joking. Kind of. If you feel remotely called to this, it is an incredible call. It could mean a number of things. You could be called to a completely contemplative life, which is an incredible life, okay? To do nothing but praise God. To spend your day in manual work and study and in prayer. To live for God. To be the candle in front of the tabernacle that burns to show that the Lord is present. Eh? You could be called to that. You might say that's a terrible life. Yes, it is a terrible life. It is a terrible beauty. It is terrible because it's beauty. It's terrible beauty like the, the seraphim and the cherubim, like the angelic presences. That's an incredible life. Only some are called to it. They become Trappist monks and they become um, Benedictine monks. It's all basically the same family, broadly Benedictine. The Irish had their own take on it. And then, of course, the Irish monk Columbanus, who was a genius and is regarded in some ways as the father of Europe, uh, founded many monasteries on the continent, ended up at Bobbio in the north of Italy. He wrote his own rule, but it was Benedict's rule that won out, really. Columbanus was felt to be probably 
well, I'm simplifying this, but a little bit severe, maybe. Benedict was a bit more, you know, he got that Italian balance. Okay, that bit of Romanitas, that that uh, more measured approach. The Irish could be a bit, a bit harsh, even in those days. Are you called to that? Are you called to burn out your life? Are you called to waste your life in front of the Blessed Sacrament? Consider the contemplative orders. Or are you called to be that and then go out? Like the Dominicans do. Or the Franciscans do. Or the Redemptorists do. Or the Passionists do. You hear all these names? There are any number of orders. Any number of orders. Now don't pick one just because you think you might look nice in the habit. Okay? If you're thinking of the religious life, I can assure you that there is something there for you unless there isn't, in which case you are so much in trouble, my friend. Because maybe you're called to found an order. God help you if you are. They all had cat lives. Uh, if you're not Irish, cat is a way of describing awfulness. They had, they had hard lives. That, that path, creativity at that pitch, carries a huge price. So whatever you're called to do, to praise, to serve, to get out there and motivate, to specialise, the Paulists, I think, are big into the media, the Salesians are big into working with youth, Franciscans have an edge on working with the poor, the Dominicans are literally the order of preachers, again, they're communicators and academics, the Jesuits are, well, the Jesuits are pretty much all of those. Okay, Jesuits are different, they're a different thing again. All founded at different times. The Dominicans and Franciscans, for instance, are medieval, whereas the Jesuits are, are um, later. They're 16th century. Part of the so-called Counter-Reformation, uh, which really was, as I've said before, a Catholic Reformation. Look, if you're called to this for the love of God, for the, rest, for the love of the rest of us, will you please consider listening to what the Spirit is saying to you? Will you please begin to listen? Because it is crucial that this society have eyes that can see the stars. And that can only be done if they are cleansed through the evangelical councils, through poverty, chastity and obedience, through those amazing lives which give so much power and so much inspiration to the church at large. I leave it with you. Take your time, but not too much, okay? I need my comfort. Make it happen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.